This is Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. These girls are the life of the funeral. Toodle pip. Hey, come over here, go over there. Don't be scared now, yeah. Lift up your head, hold out your hand, pull up your pants now. Why did you pull down your pants? We only just met, but that's why I like you. People connecting, grandma's laughing, nostalgia and ethnic dancing. Ahem. Uh, hello. Uh, that was Sentimental Journey by Doris Day. Lovely old song. Hello and welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. I am one of your hosts, uh, Edith Vale, and uh, I'm joined by my best friend in the whole wide world, Maureen McGillicuddy. Say hello, Maureen. How are you doing? And of course, uh, we are joined by one of God's mistakes, Caroline Springs. She was God's mistake, but Hitler's first choice. Uh, <laughs> g'day, Kaz. You are right over there. Look, we should start by apologising, don't you think, Edith, for having a week off? We should, yes, I'm unfortunately. sorry. Uh, not only for Caroline, but uh, I know that Caroline definitely enjoyed her week off. She, you naughty little bag, you didn't get home until Wednesday. Yes, Caroline got gacked, I believe is what the young people say. There's a nightclub here in Melbourne that all the, uh, the the young people that come to our shows go to. It's called Revolver, like the gun. And uh, Caroline wrote down on a piece of paper when she got home, she goes, I've been, I've been at Revolver again, at. And she uses that silly A with the circle around it, like on the internet. <laughs> And uh, and I said, what have you, what have you been at a revolver for, Caroline? It's not even open. And then she just wrote, wasn't it? She was on something good, I can tell you that. I think she, <laughs> she'd snuck a few bits and pieces from the dispensary at the nursing home. Yeah, she was tasting colour. Yeah. Well, I've uh, not had that interesting a couple of weeks, I don't think, really. We've just... What is that sound? Is We've just what, been... is, what is that sound? Can you hear that? What? Oh, what, hang on, let me just have a look at... Can you hear that? Oh, yes. Sorry, love. What is it? I've booked some tradesmen to come around and install a septic tank. I'm having oh. our bunker... So we're, sorry, listeners, we are coming to you live from our COVID-19 survival bunker. I'm mm. having it connected to a septic tank. Mm. Why? Uh, why? Why are we doing it to a septic tank? Well, because of Daniel Andrews. Oh, right. Okay, the Premier of Victoria. Anyway. Why is he telling us we need to have a septic tank? No, he's not telling us we need to have a septic tank, love. Well, why are we getting one? I saw it on the news the other day. They were on there. And Daniel Andrews was on there. As with the, the listeners, I'm sorry about this. Daniel Andrews is um, the Premier of the state that we live in, the state of Victoria, named yeah. after one of our finest queens. Uh, Daniel Andrews was on the news the other day. He is a bastard. He's an absolute... Oh, shocking. Shocking. And he was on the news with a couple of boffins, you know, from the CSIRO or something like that, Mm -hmm. scientists. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was saying, you know, with all this COVID stuff that's going around, they want to keep track of who's got it and where they've got it and that sort of thing. Right. And he said they're going to go down to the sewerage treatment plant down at Werribee and uh, he's going to be stealing... Mm -hmm. My poos. He's, he's, he's a turd burglar, Daniel Andrews. He's a, and I know he's, he's after mine burglar. as well. And he's going to be going down there. And I, not on my watch, I thought. No. I do my business in that room. And I expect it to go directly to Werribee 
where I assume it is treated and fed to the animals at the zoo. I do not expect for Daniel Andrews to be yeah. scooping my waste matter up and doing what he pleases with it, and I will not let it happen, so I have spent the Patreon money that we collect from this podcast on having a septic tank installed yes. so that Daniel Andrews can't get my poos. Well, I'm happy with that, and no one, you don't grow up with people telling you that your premier's going to grab your poo at some point, do you? Uh, why, why? Edith, do you think that he's coming specifically for your poo compared to everybody's? Have you not seen what he's been saying? No. Oh, God, I can't believe you haven't seen this. Every time he's on that television... I'm sorry, I'm getting upset. I have been the victim of this man for a very long time. He has specifically targeted me. Every time he's on that television, he says, we are all in this to get... Her. I've seen that. And it's in the newspaper. On his Facebook. You know, he does. He likes mm. to do one sentence, full stop, start a new mm. line. He says, we are all in this to get her. her and I yeah. I know he's talking about me, Maureen. I know he's out to get me. He's I'll an absolute bastard. You. I'll, I'll protect you. you. I'm just worried. Oh, he is a bastard. And you know what? I reckon when he looks at pictures of you, Edith, I reckon he just sees level crossings. He thinks, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Thank Still you. a turds. Turd. Burglar turds. Put your hand up her bum and take out all the poo. Bottle of piss. You know, it's it's not his to take. It is that. What I do in my toilet is between me and the crap farmers down at Werribee, and that is it. And you're friends with them. Good blokes, too. And all men. All men that work there. Well, I think they are. They've generally all covered in shit when I go mm. and see them, but they, they, they're they all hard-working, and I'm sure that they will defend their own rights. I hope so. Tooth and nail to make sure that your poo ends up on someone's farm that feeds, and people don't know this, I'll tell you something, that the poo that we send to Werribee then ends up going on our fruit and vegetables that end up back in the supermarket. They truck it up to the Goulburn Valley. Yeah, it's surprising to me that we don't all have dysentery, but I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I don't. Anyway, know. as I was saying, sorry, before that I was saying, of course, mm. these last couple of weeks we have been allowed to have guests over at our houses now, haven't we, love? Yes, it's been terrific. We had my son over, who I haven't actually spoken to in years, years and years. It was, it was a beautiful, beautiful It was lovely. Sight. It yeah. was lovely to have him over. Maureen cooked, didn't you, love? Yes, I cooked steaks. Everyone loves absolutely <laughs> lovely. Yeah. I, I must have. I must have been American uh, back in another life. I cooked steak in the microwave. Everybody loves it. Absolutely. And I did a little lovely. side of boiled sausages. That's right. And Caroline did her uh, water soup, which was lovely. We really <laughs> turned it out for him, and he came along, and we sat down, and we were talking. And because I haven't seen him for years, I, I said to him, you know, love, what have you been up to? What are you doing for work? You know, and he said to me, "Well, he looked around the table. He said, well, uh, 'Well, I've I've been doing gay porn.' I said, really? He said, yeah, he said, you remember this? He said, uh, you know, I have sex with lots of filthy old men uh, who haven't washed and they smell awful and, you know, Mm. they really treat me awfully. Mm. And then when they're done, they just throw a fistful of dollars at me and 
Of course, yeah. everyone was shocked. Maureen and Caroline oh, couldn't... I've never heard language like it. No, I, I couldn't believe it either. He seems like such a nice boy. Anyway, I haven't told you this, Maureen, but when I was walking him to the door, I said to him, Look, love, you know, I can lend you some money, if, if all that's true about your job. And he said to me, No, 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 it's not true. I actually work in the office for Daniel Andrews, but I didn't want to embarrass you in front of your friends. That right. He's so sweet, that Isn't boy. he a lovely boy? Isn't What's he your nice son's boy? name again, Edith? Don. Don. Don Vale. Vale. Yes. That's right. Anyway, well, what have you been up to uh, this last two weeks, really? Because we did miss last week. Two weeks. Do you know the. You would think at this stage that we'd be at, you know, I guess desensitised is the word. There's so much doom and gloom in the world. Uh, But this last. The last week or so has been really very, very confronting. I, I never thought. After 90 years of living, not only on this earth, but in Australia, that I would hear these words, you know, that my life doesn't matter. Because yeah, I, I read the newspaper. I read the newspaper every day. I listen to, the, to 3AW. I, I read the Herald Sun. Yes. Uh, I, I watch Sky News. You know, I'm informed. I make sure that I get a good, what broad do you mean? view. What do you mean that your life doesn't matter? Well, they're saying that black people are more important than me, and they're saying that they should have more rights than me in the world. I think what they're, no, you know, what my opinion is, they're trying to take rights away from me. You no, know, no. I've got, I haven't got anything. You know, I'm a pensioner. I haven't got anything. I try to just to get by every week on hardly any money. Oh, black lives matter, they say. Black lives matter, they say. Over and over, black lives matter. What no, about my no, life? No, 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 no. no. My life is important too. Stop it, Maureen. Maureen. What? No one is saying that, Maureen. You, you get, oh, you're, what? you're reading too much of the Herald Sun. And no, I'm not. Bloody right. I don't read enough of it. If they put more pages in the Herald Sun, I'd read them too. Listen, don't believe the bullshit you're reading, all right? Think of it this way, love. You know how the farmers here in Australia had it pretty crook with the drought? Yeah, yeah it's... Four years this drought's been going. Yeah, and you know how a lot of people got together and they, and they raised a bit of money yes. to help them out. Well, with the Country Ladies Association as a fundraiser. Yes, yes. we helped them out. Yes. yes yeah. Well, imagine if the city folk started saying, oh, we matter too. Why aren't we getting any drought relief? Well, no, no, that's, uh, that's a silly argument. We don't have droughts in the city. Well, exactly. There's no, you don't need it. Exactly. No, but listen, think, love. The city folk and the country folk's lives matter just as much as each other. Yes, of course. But if a city person was carrying on like a wally because we're giving support to the farmers during the drought, we would think he was a bit of a nong, wouldn't we? Well, we should shut his mouth. Well, stop carrying on like a nong then, love. When a white person says white lives matter, they're ignoring the fact that black people have been struggling for for years, that their lives have not mattered to this country or to many other Western countries for many, many, many years. Ah, I think I know where you're going with this, Edith, because, of course, I'm a country girl but a city person now, so I can understand that argument. But I, I guess I've never been black, have I? Uh, no. It does help, I suppose, if you just shut up and listen to what other people have to say, doesn't it? It really does. And now a word from our sponsors. The Australian government is thrilled to announce its new $25,000 stimulus packages for eligible Australians who are building or renovating their homes. This life-saving money will go to everyday, hard-working families who, even through an economic downturn, can still afford to drop three-quarters of a mil on a new house or a couple of hundred thousand on a pool groom or wine cellar. 
But that's not all we're doing to lend a hand to the people who deserve it most. The Morrison government is offering Australian battlers free diamond and ruby polishing to stimulate the rare gems industry. We're also giving every struggling family free detailing on their Bentley, provided it's one of the newer models, say 2017 or later. We're also committed to returning kids to school safely, so we're running complimentary helicopter shuttles up the mountain for all private school skiing camps this winter. The Australian Government Stimulus Package. Stimulating votes and donations from the highest earners. Authorised by Scotty that you ran into on that Greek island. Oh my God, what are you doing here? You look well. We should have a drink sometime. Canberra. Oh, thank you very much to all of our sponsors here on the Granny Bingo Wireless Podcast. Uh, Australia's best podcast as voted by the podcast Logies. Uh, now here in Victoria on uh, on on Monday, well, you know, tomorrow and after this podcast comes out, it'll be a public holiday. We'll have the day off, except for WA and Queensland, uh, and we do hope that the 1950s is going well for them. Uh, it's not the Queen's birthday there, but we are celebrating and taking a day off for the Queen's birthday. Uh, tomorrow. So uh, I love the Queen's birthday. What if it did? Oh, I don't know. I used to celebrate it a lot. I actually celebrated it on the wrong time of the year. I used to celebrate it in November when I was growing up, Edith. I'm not sure if I've told you this story. No, you've my never dad, told me this. My dad, dear old dad, he used to always say, Oh, it's the Queen's birthday on the weekend. My sister and I would get so excited. We'd put on little crowns that my mum had made us out of wool and we'd run around the backyard and say, oh, darling, you know, all that sort of stuff. And uh, and uh, my dad said, it's Queen's birthday this weekend. And it wasn't until I, oh, I would, would have been about 35 that I realised I was celebrating the Queen's birthday on the wrong date. The one in November that I used to celebrate was my Uncle Steve. It was his birthday and right. uh, turned out later in life he was a bit... Uh, Bit funny, you know. He would be a fan of Granny Bingo if he was. He would love. He would love Granny Bingo. Right, I understand what you're saying. Yep. A wink, yep. wink. Yeah. Yes, and so that was my dad always told me it was Queen's birthday. So I felt like a bit of a goose for the first thirty years of my life or so. But now we celebrated in the right time, and it's not actually her birthday for those of you no. at home. And it's not her real birthday, but it's a day off for us. So who cares? And so we thought we might celebrate it in a fairly unique way uh, this week with a brand new segment. Um, we thought, you know, we've had so many wonderful celebrities on this podcast. We've had mm. Miff Warhurst, we've had Rhonda Birdsmore, we've had Joel Creasy, mm-hmm. you know, Maggie Smith, you know. So we thought, well, why don't we write a letter to Buckingham Palace? We know she's in lockdown at the moment. She's probably, you know, pretty bored. Why don't we see if she wants to record us a message from Buckingham Palace? And, uh, well, she sent us this. Should we play it? Yes, here we go. Yeah, put it on. Greetings. No, Andrew. Andrew, don't, don't play it again. Andrew, why can't you do anything right? Go to your room. Greetings. Today I wanted to speak with Andrew. Oh, don't Andrew, don't worry, just leave it plain. <laughs> Greetings. Today I wanted to speak to you all as your queen. 
but also as a fellow granny chaser. In most states of Australia, you will be celebrating the Queen's birthday public holiday. Except Western Australia and Queensland, the Princess Diana and Prince Andrew of Australia. Whilst it isn't one's actual birthday, one appreciates the sentiment. I'm speaking to you from Sandringham, as one of my luxurious, fast and extensively renovated homes. I spend a portion of my year here, and the rest of my time is spent at my castle in Windsor, and another stadium-sized home in London, Buckingham Palace. As is customary with any birthday, I'll be celebrating appropriately with my family. My husband and my four children, Charles, Anne, Edward and Aunt. My husband and my three children. A little-known constitutional law is that all subjects of the monarch are to provide a gift to the reigning monarch on their birthday. This year, I'm asking for Xbox gift cards. One needs more credit for Fortnite, as I'm very close to levelling up to 150 XP. It may come as a surprise to you that one plays Fortnite, but the truth is, one is so bored. One is so bored. One is so bored. I'm so bored here. Yeah, so big. I can't do anything. I just spend all day. Honestly, oh, honestly, the only thing that will make me less bored is if you buy tickets to Granny Bingo online and listen and share this podcast. It's the only thing that's going to make me feel happy again, and then I'll stop all my meanness. I promise, Daddy. I promise. Apologies. Thank you. This is your man, Flo Rider. Hey, what's happening? You're still home and man. Hey, yo, what's poppin', man? It's your boy, Bow Weezy, man. Check it out. <laughs> Granny Bingo Wireless. All right. Now, for our next segment, we thought we might bring back a segment we haven't done for a long time, didn't it's we? It's been ages, hasn't it? been ages. Yes. We, in fact, we haven't done this segment for this entire series of the podcast. This is one uh, we used to do where we go through the obituaries to see what our friends have been up to. It's called Obituaries. And it's called that because we like to go through the obituaries and uh, bitch about all of the friends of ours who have died. <laughs> So uh, I might have a flick through the, the obituaries, if that's right. Can you pass me the paper, Lev? Yeah, sure, here it is. Oh, it's a heavy one. Uh, let's have a look. Flip to the back and, oh, let me see. Who do we know? Who do we know? COVID, COVID, COVID. Here we go. Oh, here is, here's one. Um, Eileen. Do you remember Eileen? Eileen Dover. Oh, I remember Eileen. Yes. Yes, yes. She had a fall. It says Did here. she? You know, sometimes women just fall over and they die and they stay dead on the ground where they fell over for weeks. Weeks mm. and weeks. And I hope that didn't happen to Eileen. One of my friends once uh, died and she ended up melting into the floor. You know, one found her. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's dreadful. Dreadful when mm. that happens. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got in here? Um, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, you're going to be upset. Angie. Who? Angie. Angela. Remember Angie? Uh, yeah. Angie O'Graham. No, don't tell me her heart went. Yes, yeah, that dicky oh, heart, remember? No, she oh, struggled no. with that for years. I know. Dreadful, dreadful. Oh. <gasps> oh, do you know who I have to check? Dinah. 
Hell, where's the shades? Where's the shades? Is shades still with us? Oh, no. She's gone as well. Diana COVID. Oh, no. What a shame. Doesn't say what she's died of here, unfortunately. But, mm, mm, sad. Uh, what else have we got? COVID, COVID, COVID. Uh, oh, oh, how sad. Ivyprofen. Remember what Ivy? What happened to Ivy? Overdose, by the, according oh, to that's this. Sad. Yes. That's sad. Oh, oh very sad. Oh, look. Lois. I've got a lot of friends called Lois. Oh, sorry, Lois uh, hyphenated name. Lois Common Denominator. Doesn't say what she died of. No. God, she was so annoying. Yeah, oh, you poor thing. She was always trying to fit in. Yeah, really yeah. annoying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, poor Ruby's gone as well. We are losing too many of our friends. You know, Ruby Princess. Oh, that's terrible, yeah. All this talk of death has got me, uh, has got me very, very sad at... Got me, got me thinking. You know, actually, Edith, I think I feel a song coming on. When you're young, you never really think about your death. My life has been so full of love and laughter. But as I approach the moment, when I take my final breath, I can't help thinking what will come after. I worry about you, my dearest friend. All of them, that'd be the worst. And so, because I love you, it's time to face the end. I hope that you die first. Oh, that's lovely. I hope that you die first. I've also been contemplating what'll happen when I die. I've been thinking something similar, you see. Well, it's time to join the bingo hall up there in the sky. I'd prefer it if you went before me. And because for you I feel nothing but love. When it's time I know I can do it. When you're standing in the doorway to heaven up above. I'd like to be the one to push you through it. When it's time for you to drift into that final sleep. And shuffle off to that better place To show that my love for you is so deep I'll be right there with a pillow on your face And if you're ever in a hospital Hooked up to a machine And to life it's time to give your hat a doff Well first I'll make sure That I am not seen Then I'll sip some champagne While I switch you off But when you get to heaven don't go running away Cause I'll wait until you're cold and you're still And I promise that I'll kill myself the very same day I'll swallow a shitload of pills Oh, I'll write myself off in a car in a wreck Or I'll jump off a building headfirst <laughs> I'll hang myself with some stockings tied around my neck But, but I'll make, make sure, sure you're, you're dead, dead first, first. No, 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 no. I'll make, I'll make sure, sure you're dead first. As our bodies start to rot and to smell, and up to heaven we both traversed. We'll point, we'll point and laugh, laugh at all, all the poofters down there in hell. But I'll make, make sure you're dead first. I'll make sure you're dead first. Here we go, big finale. Come on, everyone, let's go. When the time is right, 
song of well done i just sing from the heart such a beautiful voice voice of an angel i was never properly trained i learned no. to sing in uh, in the church choir uh, but i remember the first time i walked into the uh, the church and the, the priest came up to me and he said uh, you you've got the voice of an angel you should be singing in this choir I said, oh, thank you very much, Father. And, and then he said, what's your brother doing? Of course, listeners, if you loved that song and you're loving this podcast, did you know that you can support the podcast by jumping onto a website called patreon.com slash granny bingo. What was that website again? I didn't have my pen and paper. Patreon.com slash granny bingo. And on there you can sign up for a few dollars what was a it month. Again? Patreon. Sorry, I, I said it was patreon.com slash granny bingo. Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot. That is a full stop. Com. C-O-M. Slash. Granny. Bingo. Oh, like a hyphen. Granny. Bingo. It's a forward slash. Yep. Thank you for that. Sorry, I genuinely didn't have a pen and paper. That's very helpful. Patreon.com forward slash Granny Bingo. Terrific. Thank you. Go on. Sorry, Edith. On that website, you can sign up to become one of our patrons where you can receive... Where for just a few dollars a month, you could get an original artwork from our friend Caroline Springs. She does one uh, brand new artwork for every person that signs up. We email that to you. You could get a personalised audio message from myself and Maureen or one of our Mm. private little videos that we upload for our Patreons (laughs) every month. You can't tell people about the private little videos. No, no, different (laughs) private videos, love. Different private videos for a different web service. And, of course, you also get a little shout-out on our podcast. Uh, Mm. So we would like to thank since uh, last time we had an episode we have some new patreons we've got risa thank you risa and chris and jenny and drew and uh, the lovely thomas thank you so oh, much for signing up of course your money goes to wonderful things with the podcast what was that uh, sorry you said it was an artwork was it that yes there's an Caroline artwork yes. so i'm just writing that one down as well you know what? Don't worry about it. No one bothers signing up. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. You know what? It's all right. Let's go to a word from our sponsors. <laughs> uh, all right, okay. You've heard of Trump Airlines. See straight in 1988. You've heard of Trump Magazine. Folded in 2009. You've heard of Trump Stakes. Failed in 2007. Well, get ready for Donald Trump's newest business adventure. 
It's Trump Bunkers. Trump Bunkers offer safety and security to even the pussiest of man babies. Trump Bunkers come with a built-in McDonald's to suit your namby-pamby germ-phobic dietary requirements. A 24-7 hairdresser where you can drop off your wig day or night and a tarpaulin for your pee-pee parties. With our extra-wide elevator to fit even the fattest of presidential asses, you'll be in the bunker with your Russian robot wife and brain-dead kids quicker than you can say coup d'etat. <laughs> Who am I kidding? You can't say coup d'etat. You don't even know what it means, because your daddy had to pay to have your grades adjusted. And the great thing is, Trump bunkers can be installed anywhere. Your favorite golf lodge, underneath your KKK headquarters, even in Moscow. Here's what Donald Trump himself had to say about Trump bunkers. They are fantastic bunkers. I've never seen better bunkers. I recently used one of these bunkers on Wednesday night. For no reason, I just needed a space to get away from everything. And these bunkers provided it. It's a great bunker. I try to go in the bunker every Tuesday, but they're following me. They're all going... It's, it's all lies. It's all fake news. They say that I'm in the bunker. I'm not in the bunker. I'm not in the bunker. I've never been in the bunker. I've got church on Saturday. That's when I do church. I do church in different times than everybody else does because it's my choice. You can practice religion whenever you want to. You don't have to see anyone. You don't have to know anyone. You don't have to have a God. Trump bunkers. If it's good enough for Hitler, then it's good enough for Trump. Ah, oh, we would be nothing without our sponsors. Again, thank you very, very much. And of course, again, thank you to our Patreons who have been very, very, very generous to us. We are, we're very lucky, spoilt little girls, aren't we, Eddie? We are, we are, we are. And of course we like to give back to the community by doing our next segment, which is called Agony mm. Grange. Agony Grange is a lot like Agony Aunts. It's an opportunity for our fans to write in and ask us for advice. And we print them off. Uh, Maureen, you've got the pile of, of questions yeah. there. Do you oh, want to ask are, the first one? Where have I put them? Here they are. Uh, there you go. Do you want me to do the first one? Yes, you uh, Hello, Edith, Maureen and Caroline. Earlier this week, I went out for dinner at a restaurant for the first time since so uh, lockdown rules have been relaxing, Governor. <laughs> I don't know where this person's from. I'm just being silly, bugger. Uh, they'd been out to a restaurant for the first time since lockdown rules had been relaxed. It was a date with a girl from work who I have liked for a long time. Good on you, mate. Uh, when our meals were served, I noticed the waitress touch her face, so I asked if the meals could be replaced. Oh, for the COVID, I see. Yes, uh, the waitress said yes. that she didn't touch her face till after the plates were put down, so she couldn't replace them, so I asked to speak to the manager. My date got embarrassed and left. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's uh, What should oh. I do? That's from David in South Meringue. David, dear. South Meringue. David, darling. Well, David, I, you know, 
good to see you getting out there, love, uh, and dating, trying to find the right lady. Um, I think you've, you know, I don't say this often, love, but I think you've done the right thing, David. Um, you know, this waitress, who knows how many other jobs she has, and who knows what kind of jobs she has, you know. I personally would not be waiting tables during the current climate, and I think it would be a fairly unsavoury person who would. Yeah. She probably is rather filthy, David. I do not blame you for not wanting to be anywhere near her. In fact, I... I hope that after this altercation that you went online and you gave that restaurant a really dreadful review and you named that waitress because I hope she never gets to work in another restaurant ever again. She sounds like a filthy kind of person. And the other thing I'll say, David, the Mm. other thing I will say this is the girl you went on the date with is not the right kind of girl if she has a problem with that. She sounds filthy as well. You sound like a nice young man, David, from South Morang. I'm glad you didn't get stuck Mm. with her. I noticed here you said it was a date with a girl from work. Well, I would recommend, David, going online, going to something called the dark web. Right. On there, you will be able to buy drugs. Drugs. And I'm talking some hardcore drugs. I recommend purchasing some of those drugs, going into work and popping them in this girl's desk uh, when you are allowed to return to the office because I wouldn't want to be around such a filthy, filthy specimen of a human being, to be honest with you, David. Mm. That is my advice to you. So you, you think both the waitress and the girl from work are no good? Yes, if they didn't have a problem with her touching her face. You know, if this was the Spanish flu a hundred years ago, she would have had the finger chopped off as punishment for touching her face. Well, that's right. I I definitely don't think David even went far enough, and I don't think the girlfriend should have had a problem with it. Well, I mean, yes, I I I agree in regards to the the date, for sure. I mean, that's very drastic. Uh, uh, if it was me, and I'm not that way inclined, but if if I was you, David, and I was a, a normal man, straight man... Uh, I would have probably just shagged the waitress. True. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. And I'm surprised, David, that you didn't... I don't know if he did. He he hasn't said that he didn't not root the waitress. So, That's true. Uh, you, you could have taken the chef. You could have taken the other waitress. Maybe another patron in the restaurant. Uh, but at the end of the day, David, I, I do hope you got your dick wet. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Hope you got your end in, you know, David. Anyway, look, I hope that's useful. I think where we've gotten to there, Edith, is that David will probably end up with some kind of complex. Germphobic sort of thing, yeah. Or could already have one. You're right, he probably could already have one. All the best, David. All the best, David. Thanks for writing in. And, and you can write in too via our social media. You can follow us on Instagram or, or uh, on Facebook, which is uh, Edith Vale and Maureen McGillicuddy. On Facebook, or you can send us an email, management at sillyoldqueen.com. We want to hear your problems so we can help, and we always do. I don't think we've had a letter come in yet that we haven't given some kind of positive life advice. I would agree. I would Attached agree. to it, yeah. Uh, do you want to read the next one? I'll give you the letters. Yes. Here, pass me. Pass me one. Anyone, pick one. All right. Uh, let's have a look. Hello, ladies. Uh, now that the rules around travel within the state are being relaxed, uh, we are thinking of planning a family trip. We haven't done a lot of road trips around Victoria before, so we were wondering if there is anywhere that you would recommend. 
that one is from Nikki from Springvale. Oh, and she says, uh, P.S. Love the podcast. Missed you last week. Oh, thank you, Nikki. That's absolutely That's very nice, nice Nikki. Yes, I missed you too, love. Um, she, so she wants to know somewhere to take the family within the state for a little bit of a... Mary Borough! Mary Borough! Mary Borough! Oh, yes, Mary Borough. You could not find a better place to holiday in the state of Victoria or the country of Australia... Or the planet Earth and Maryborough. I haven't been to Maryborough in years. What have they got there? Well, uh, it's, it's, when was the last time you went? Oh, I'd say 19... 19... About 2019, yeah. It's exactly the same as it was back then. Wow. I went there for my honeymoon in 1963, and it's exactly the same as it was wow. then, too. That's why I like it. It doesn't change. Right. There's no COVID in Maryborough. Right. Uh, yeah, that's right, Edith. No COVID there. There's no uh, foxtail. Really? Yeah. There's no There's no running water. Wow. Uh, there's, there's no sewage. Wow. Uh, there's no people. Wow. It's it's essentially a ghost town. It sounds like my kind of holiday. Yeah, yeah it is wonderful. And, and it's in the middle of nowhere. Literally in the middle of nowhere. You have to drive to Maryborough. You're not going anywhere if you drive through it. Right. Well, that's a good tip. I don't really have any advice of where you should go, Nicky, but I'll tell you where I wouldn't go. Uh, Sovereign Hill. Oh, God, no, 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 uh, don't go to Sovereign Hill. No, we had a bad experience there, didn't we, love, many years ago. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Sovereign Hill is one of those ye olde mm. sort of towns. Uh, it's in Victoria. It's from the, the gold rush. It's based on the gold rush that we had here in Victoria in the uh, mm. 1840s uh, in Ballarat. And... Um, you know, they've got the Lola Montez yes. actress and the, the, the ye olde pub and the, the ye olde theatre. And it's, there's nothing wrong with the place itself. Um, but, of course, we went up there. It was a Country Ladies Association weekend Kentucky tour mm. around Victoria. Us and a, and a few of the other old ducks from the Country Ladies Association, we, we got put on one of those gold mm. Ballarat buses. I wasn't present at the time. I would have made a presidential order to go to Maryborough, but I was outvoted again. That's right, love, yes. Um, so we were doing a bit of a tour around Victoria the night before we had stayed in Bacchus Marsh, which was absolutely lovely. And uh, we watched a movie there on the uh, videotape. What was it called, love? Uh, the one with Michael... The... Uh, Fox, Fox. Uh, back and back to the back to the part, back to the future, back to the future, back to the future, which was a wonderful film. However, the next day, Maureen, Caroline, and I got onto that coach and we drove up to Ballarat to go to Sovereign Hill. Well. Caroline and I fell asleep we, on the coach and we got there. Well, Maureen jumped off the coach. She went into the lolly, the yeah. ye olde lolly shop, you know. Yeah, I love the raspberry drops. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite, I love them. And em. the Castlemaine Rock, you like and the Castlemaine Rock. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, I love them all. Mm. Yes, very nice. Uh, anyway, well, Caroline and I woke up and, and we And lemon around. drops, I love the lemon drops too because you can go in there and watch them make it, you know. They they do a little sort of a demonstration of how they used to make lollies back in the ye olde days. And uh, and it, I don't know why they make lollies any different now. They're delicious up there in Sovereign Hill. Beautiful lollies. Yeah. And Caroline and I... And apple up. ones. They've got apple ones too. I love the apple ones because they're extra scrumptious and very sweet and sour. <laughs> 
So Caroline and I woke up. They've and got we looked licorice. Around. I forgot about the inch licorice. They've got the hard, you know, that hard licorice. I don't like the soft licorice. I like the hard licorice. They've got the licorice too. That's extra and yummy. Hey, Maureen, Maureen. Mm-hmm. Maureen, see yes. that plug over there coming out of your microphone? Yes. Can you just give it a yank? And the one underneath? Yes, just give it a yank. Okay, hang on two seconds. Thank you. That's much better. Anyway, so Caroline and I woke up and we looked around and we thought that we had gone back in time. Oh, it was horrific. We got the fright of our lives. You know, we're looking. There's the ye oldie pub. There's the ye oldie theatre. There's Lola Montez. Anyway, Caroline ended up getting a gun and uh, from the museum and holding up a shop. She turned into a bush ranger. Hey, my microphone's not working over there. Uh, yeah, all right, all right. Plug that back in. Plug it back in. Uh, thank you. Hello, testing one, two. That's right. working. Thank you. Anyway, I hope that's, that advice has helped you, Nikki. Yes, good on you, Nikki. That, uh, look, all I can say is don't carry a firearm around Ballarat. That's one thing I can tell you. Baby, let's go! Edith, Maureen and Caroline, without wires. It's Granny Bingo Wireless. I'm exhausted, Edith. I tell you, from between going out of the house for an hour on Thursday and this... I am absolutely rooted. Well, luckily, that brings us to the end of our episode for this week. Uh, but before we do go, I do want to remind our listeners, of course, we will be doing our bingo night online, Granny Bingo oh. Online, very shortly. We're doing it only one week until that, on Monday the 15th of June. It was such a huge raging, gigantic, throbbing success last time. I really enjoyed it. I had such a blast. We gave away a tea towel. We gave away some beautiful vouchers, online vouchers. And uh, I think we had something like 300 people on there uh, 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 most of the night. So I'd love to see more. You can invite your friends and family. And to those people that invite little kitties, don't. Not a good idea. We did cross live to a house... Uh, in the last mm. one, didn't we, love? And there were some kids sitting there yes. with the family. And, uh, look, we won't be held responsible for that. Your fault. If you want to buy a ticket, we have popped a link in the description of this episode. Or, of course, you can just jump onto our socials and uh, find the ticket link That's there. That's right, yes. We'd love to see you. Uh, well, it's been a big week. Uh, you, you'll have to make sure you tune in for next week's podcast episode. It is going to be a ripper. It is. I'll be teaching you how to turn a hessian sack into a wedding dress. I'll teach you how to change all of the wallpaper and flooring of your house, the first house that you build, on Animal Crossing on the Nintendo Switch. And I'm going to smash the patriarchy. But until then, in a world full of hate, be kind. We're not on this planet for a long time, so let's make it a good time. Hooroo! Catch you around like a wrestle, mate. <laughs> One of my friends once uh, died and she ended up melting into the floor. No one found her. (laughs) (laughs) We all feel free to do like that. (laughs) That's really fucked up. (laughs) 
Sometimes I wonder what goes through your head, my it darling. Is. Yes. Are you have you been sleeping well? Is everything okay at home? Oh, just normal. I've been sleeping with my eyes open. Do I need to worry next time you come to my house? I've been sleeping, sitting up with my arms crossed and my eyes open. As normal. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wait, what was the last thing you said? She melted into the ground. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, that's dreadful. Mm. Dreadful when that happens. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got in here? 